Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. Boom, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the professional wrestling podcast called Wrestling is Trash, episode 153. Pow! I am your boy, Lou from the BX Trash Boy number two, and we come to you on another Trash Tuesday to talk about all things professional wrestling in our own beautiful way. So you already know about me. I'm Lou from the BX. I'm the guy with the wrestling shirts, although today I'm wearing the Dan Dinkin special, which once again, we'll buy this shit because it's comfortable as fuck. Uh, You already know about me. We'll get into promo at the end of the show, but for right now, I'll throw it over to Trash Boy numero uno. What up, everyone? Nick Anicelli. Glad to be back. We had that solo episode last week, but now I got my tag team partner back. And, you know, just like the, uh, you know, kind of like the Usos, right? I'll compare me to main event Jay Uso. You know, I think I can hang, but in reality, maybe for a week or two, but not for the long haul. But I'm better when I'm with my Uso. And, uh, yeah, you know, the best. And Podcasting I am on your own heart. I am wrestling, rocking our, our own merch today. That shit's uh, hard, bro. Y'all gotta go get that shirt. That shit is hard. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, but yeah, all's good. Ready, ready to dive in and talk everything professional wrestling. Yeah, man. So, Nick, how was your solo wrestling podcast experience? I know it wasn't your first one. Uh, probably won't be your last because life happens. But yep. how was your solo podcasting? Experience? Uh, so this is my third one, but second one recorded because I don't know if you remember. So for those who are listening or just don't remember, um, for Crown Jewel in 2022, yeah, Crown Jewel 2022 with the Logan Paul, I did, I think uh, Lou was busy and um, Dan might have been busy as well, I don't remember, but long story short, like I did a quick just little pre-show of my own thoughts of what was going to happen. And for the first time, I never hit record. That was the thing. And uh, (laughs) so I actually did a, 45 minute podcast twice um and uh last, yeah last week though it was a good time it was a good time um i just wish i maybe prepared a little more because i'm very good at just pulling shit out of my ass i'm very right. good at that pause um but uh yeah i'm very good at winging things and that i thought there were definitely some times i was like oh fuck what do i say and i just kind of went but overall it was good. The fact that I had something to talk about, like, was 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 very helpful. Yeah, dude. Uh, solo podcasting is hard. <laughs> like, um, when I did the solo Lukoa episode, I felt like I said um so many times, <laughs> and I was just trying to stumble into like the next subject and segue myself. And then you also kind of you want to take pauses to drink something because your throat gets dry uh so it's tough man that's why like when i do my which i haven't done in forever but um when i do like my actual podcast i do that shit in parts like i don't record it live. i mean i i don't broadcast it i don't broadcast it live i um i you know write it put it together or whatever and then i record the beginning and then i press stop 
I take a little break and drink something. I look over some notes. I put in some drops and then I record the next segment. So that helps. But when you're live like this, you can't exactly do that. We're not going to put up a we'll be right back thing on the screen. I've actually seen podcasts do that. Like I've seen motherfuckers take breaks during a stream of like two hours and they'll put up a thing that says be right back. And I'm like, wow, how do you expect people to sit there and wait? four or five minutes or whatever it is when you decide to take like a break and then come back like i don't know how people do that i don't know how it works but i i don't think i could do that i wouldn't no. wait that's for sure if i was watching a show and that shit popped up i'd be like all right well i guess the show's over <laughs> go to something else yeah i don't know man but yeah it's definitely a challenge it's definitely a challenge um but it's good at the same time you know yeah it's fun it's yeah. fun it's nice to be able to just kind of ramble about things, which is usually what we do on this show anyway. But it's 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 always nice to have your uh, your tag team partner to bounce ideas off of. So, unknowing, unbeknownst to me, and probably a lot of other people, we just had another weekend of the wrestles, Nick. I think we're we gonna totally have them. Yeah, we didn't even expect the weekend of the wrestles, and we got one last week. Yeah, I think. Uh... Just with all the broadcasting of TV, almost every weekend now is going to be. The, we started the weekend of the wrestles, and before you know it, it's not even going to be fucking special because it's every. Yeah, it's just, yeah, we were going to have to change the name because it's just yeah, there's but, just so much goddamn wrestling. I know, but granted, we saw. I could argue, universally, one of easily, in my opinion, top three most loved women in the sport with Trinity. Right. Um, Winning the Impact Women's title. So, you know, a little congrats to her. Um, Big ups. I, and I say universally because you never really ever heard anyone talk bad about her. And yeah. then uh, we had easily top three, maybe top, I'd say top three. And as of right now, off the top of my head, not three or two tag match of the year. And <laughs> something I, what I love about that the most is because it happens every year on like live weekly TV. Like there's that runner up match for the year. Um, or something like that. So it's dope that it was on TV on a brand new show. You know what I mean? So like, it's just, it's just nuts. Like we live in a world now where, and it's nuts because wrestling fans are still going to bitch. It will probably bitch from time or two, but we live in a world now where like from Sunday to Saturday, you could have a, you could have three banging matches in a week. So that's yeah. where we're spoiled. And that's why I said people are still going to bitch. But, which is fine. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with bitching. It's just the way people go about bitching um, and right. complaining. Um, but yeah, dude, we had a, just a great weekend of the wrestles. Um, you know, usually, maybe it's because I had some time, more time on my hands. But I didn't even know I'm not the biggest impact. But I wanted to make sure I saw at least a Trinity match, you know, one show. And I love uh, Deanna Perrazzo, too, as well. So I wanted to see yeah, that. Yeah, she's so good. But I ended up, like, she's watching... So I ended up watching the show and it was like good. Like I'm not saying it couldn't be good, but you know what I mean? Like it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Impact wrestling is um, a lot of people like to shit on it because it has that bad TNA stigma where, you know, TNA went through a real rough period there where they just had all the rejects from all the shows and things were being booked horribly with Hogan and the Jeff Hardy sting thing. And the, you know, it was just a mess for a while, but Bro, Impact Wrestling is fun. That's one thing I'll say about it. Like those live shows, I've been to two of the live shows when they've come here. And that is a fun show. 
it's it doesn't break the bank and you can go there and for like 35 bucks for a per ticket bro you can get really excellent seats and you will be given a show like you're gonna get a whole three hours of just kick-ass wrestling and you'll get some surprises you'll get people who you usually wouldn't expect to see because impact does that a lot um like when i went kylan king showed up she wasn't announced and she ended up wrestling um the girl who she's actually tag teamed up with right now her name escapes me but it's fine um it's not a big deal but like she showed up and her name popped up on the screen and we fucking all freaked out so it's like Ty valkyrie showed up when we were there i got to see jay white and the bullet club not juice but like yeah. uh the uh the gates of agony or it's not the gates of agony what am yeah. i talking about the gorillas of destiny i got those two confused um and it was awesome you know the show was great even uh what's his name was there uh big Cass, w morris yeah he had a he had a hardcore match with brian myers and ended up power bombing his ass on a bunch of thumbtacks so I got to see a whole bunch of shit in one show. So um, they've been they've been putting out quality. Now, mind you, they do have Bully Ray on the roster. <laughs> and those Tommy Dreamer Bully Ray matches were not, you know, not exactly the best. It's not for everybody. But, uh, you know, I can I understand what they're doing there, what they're trying to do. But I just I'm not a fan of it, but that's OK, because it's not for me. So um, but they got a little yep. something for everybody. So Impact's cool if, you know. Anyone's looking for an alternative, they can check them out. But speaking of Bully Ray, because we don't have this in the note here, um, but I wanted to talk about it. So Bill Bully Ray should be doing a should be in the company because he has a brilliant mind. You hear him on Busted Open; he's very smart, right? Um, but he should be a producer, and you know who else is apparently enrolled to be a producer? I don't know if you heard this. Mm-mm. So Nick Aldis is now a free agent. Ooh. And WWE is extremely interested. I thought that having he him as was back in having impact. him short term. Mm. But he is now a free agent following the impact tapings this weekend. Wow. And WWE wants to bring him on as a producer agent. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, that's yeah, crazy. And, which, so here's what I could see happening. Because of course everyone jumps off the ledge with initial just because wow. say he got that role, I don't think he wouldn't get in the ring either. But on a podcast I listened to last night, and I want your thoughts on this, is Nick Aldis is a big name, right? We all agree. But there's been a lot of big names that have came to WWE that didn't – they all had to go through NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the last big name to debut – like, I don't count Cody because I was a return, right? The last debut of a huge name – that didn't go through NXT, I think it's like AJ Styles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't think Nick Aldis is on AJ Styles' level. And I personally don't think there'd be anything wrong if Nick Aldis did a little run in NXT. Look, it helped Drew McIntyre when he... So I don't think it'd be the end of the world that this dude came... Now, if he fully came on as a producer or an agent and they never, ever used him in the ring, then yes. The pro is that dude's got a brilliant mind. He obviously carried NWA during that, the pandemic and all that. So... I kind of want your thoughts on that. Like, what do you what do you think? I'm like, are you shocked. Kind of in the boat with me? Like, are you in the boat with me where it's like that's a great signing and even a great position for him to fill, but he needs to be in the ring too? Man, I'm shocked at that. First of all, I'm shocked that he's a free agent because 
as far as I know, he me, just hit impact like a month ago or 90. It feels like it was like a month ago where they were like, Nick, because uh, they had a title match. And then Nick Aldis showed up at at the as the surprise, you know, like he showed up after the title mm -hmm. match. So it was like, holy shit, Nick Aldis is back, blah, 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 blah. And honestly, I haven't heard much about him since then because I haven't really been paying too much attention to Impact. So to hear that he's free, I mean, I, I know Impact is very, uh, they're very, not cavalier, that's the wrong word, but they're very open with their contracts like they they don't they don't get people down long term because i don't really think honestly they can afford it so they do a lot of short-term stuff and people just keep resigning yeah. and resigning um but it doesn't surprise me but bro i don't know see here's the thing like so i have the article if oh you okay to read that one cool um so i'll try to read certain parts quick but this is from wrestling observers website okay. so nick all this has wrapped up a short run with impact wrestling it is now a free agent Following the weekend's action, according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson, wow. which PWI is pretty pretty good, his next destination might be one he has never appeared for, WWE. All this was unsuccessful in wrestling the Impact World Title from Alex Shelley at Saturday's anniversary, and after appearing in wrestling at Sunday's follow-up taping, the report emerged that he was free and clear to work anywhere. Johnson reported that WWE sources confirmed that the 36-year-old Aldis is drawing high interest from them and has been discussed internally as a potential producer. Um, and that's it. And then also in the article, all this isn't the only wrestler to wrap up with Impact over the weekend, as PW Insider reported. Zicky Dice is done as well. Ooh, big, big name there. Sunday, a match Sunday will explain his departure. Big name there. I can't wait for the yeah. Zicky Dice bidding war. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect, but I don't even yeah. know who that is. Um, Nick Aldis, man, it's it's shocking to me that they want him as a producer because that dude has a lot left in the tank and he's gold in the ring. I mean, he's gold on the mic. He's gold in the ring. The only issue that I see is that like. So here's the thing, like there's certain people that I look at and when i see them they're going to nxt i go yeah that that makes sense and then there's some that i go nah that straight to their main roster and for me i feel like nick aldis is one of those straight to the main roster guys now the problem with that mm -hmm. is when he debuts is anyone in that audience gonna know who the fuck nick aldis is because but it's crazy that's what vignettes are for right right so that is something that we've been talking about. We haven't talked about that in a while, but that's something that WWE was known for that they always used to do. Like it's you know, like most recently, Veer. Veer is coming, Veer is coming, Veer is coming, Veer is coming. Veer never came, unfortunately. Well, when he did come, it was premature. Uh <laughs> yeah, but that's an example of one of those vignettes that you use to get somebody to get the audience like, oh, this guy's going to come. This guy's who is this guy? Who is this person? And then you can on your own go, you know, look up who that is. Nick Aldis would be fantastic in those vignettes. They could just start doing, you know, because I think they have a loose affiliation with NWA so they could actually reference and they've been referencing different wrestling promotions anyway. So I don't see why they'd have a big issue saying former mm -hmm. NWA world champion for over 
what I think because I think he had that shit for like six hundred something days. Like oh, he had that, he had that title for like almost fucking three years. So you know you can reference that. You don't have to show footage, but you can at least reference that belt. That belt has ties to Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. You know it's the fucking NWA title. So. You can do vignettes where you show this guy and you show him working out. And if he's going to be a cocky heel, you can show him, you know, with the cars and the fancy thing and the hot girl because his wife is Mickey James. So if you want to yeah. bring her along, too, because I don't know if she's I think she's injured. So she might still be under contract, but I'm not totally sure. But uh, that's something you can always do later. But. It's I would I feel like he needs to go to the main roster. Like, I don't think he needs to be in NXT. Now, again, we were talking off air about Roosh, who Roosh is rumored to be leaving AEW very soon because he signed a one-year contract last year. So yep. it's it's coming up very soon. And we were discussing it, and I was saying Roosh and NXT makes, I mean, it makes complete sense to me. Put the fucking championship on him. And let him have that shit for a year and let him go out there and have bangers with everybody and then bring him up to the main roster. That that works for me. That that's beautiful. Like it's perfect. Now, I don't want to see Roosh leave personally. That's just me. I love Roosh. I've been clamoring for him to come to AEW when he was the ROH champion, but you know, Tony has too many toys already, and I, I don't know how he he manages, but that's a whole nother story. But again, yeah. in comparison, it's like I personally don't think Nick Aldis needs to hit NXT. Like, because even even some people who are in NXT, they come to the main roster and the people still don't fucking know who they are. Like, they still don't know. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and it's it's because they get six hundred. I I know we hate talking like ratings, but it's just this is a time where you have to. They get six hundred, maybe seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. on a good week versus the. Two million right. that watch their weekly, you know yeah, what I mean? Just, so people are used to watching their Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and they just people are creatures of habit. They're used to that. That's yes. what they want to watch. They like their weekly, you know, escape thing. They they're not interested in watching developmental. Or they're not interested in the competition. There's a lot of people like that. Those are the people buying the tickets for the most part. But you know what? And this is the thing where I give both companies, right, major American companies, and Impact probably does it as well. But I'd never watch NXT. Well, to be honest, we record usually uh, right over NXT. NXT. To be honest, right over NXT. And but I watch every takeover because they're always good. Like the ones that are on like Peacock, not like yeah. the little pe- like mini people yeah, the, they do yeah, on I don't, weekly. Yeah. yeah. But the no shit takeovers I watch, they're always good. But like not to pull people away from NXT, but. Between everyone on social media, like them, their own Twitter pages, and then like the fans, if there's something you really need to see, the internet makes it known. And even if not, if you just follow basically a little off the internet and then watch the pre-shows, like you're good. Like you can be caught up. You know what I mean? So it's like there's in a fucked up way, there's no need to watch it. Um, but yeah. That's a, and that's enough. sad. That's really sad because there was a point where I was like, I was watching NXT every week. Like that shit was dynamite or collision. Like NXT, Bro, was, NXT so, was must watch. This sounds so bad. Like nerdy, I guess. Markish, whatever. I don't care though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. 
Um, when uh, NXT and AEW Dynamite first started going head to head, like in the very beginning, um, I thousand percent was watching both at the same time. Oh shit! Uh, it, like I remember when Dynamite first came out, I watched like the first two episodes of that just on its own. So it's like, all right, I can kind of be spun up on what's going on. And then like after that, like because I had it on my iPad and my TV, and I like I have an iPad Mini, so the iPad Mini would just be kind of on my lap, and I'd have the TV, and I'd literally be watching both. And it's like, oh, this is Adam Cole NXT at the time. Yeah. Oh shit, Adam Cole and Riddle are about to fight for the title. Bro, oh, I'll put that on the. I'll put that on the TV now. Or it's like, oh, Jericho was champion at the time. Oh, Jericho and I think his first no shit feud once Dynamite started, I think was Cody. Um, and it was like, oh, they're doing this. Let yeah. me put Dynamite on the big TV now. <laughs> yeah, NXT, bro. NXT had such a run, bro. I mean, even before like the whole because once they want because Karrion Cross was when he first showed up there it was cool it was different but by that time it had already kind of, not for nothing it had already started kind of falling off but before the that pandemic's what killed them ultimately yeah like, i think NXT suffered them the most from the pandemic yeah it definitely um, fucking trashed that and i think that that's shit. because between triple h well no triple h was involved then actually because i think his medical scare came in like i think yeah, at that point he was like yeah he was sick at that point yeah, he might have been. Even if not, that was that awkward transition between him and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Actually, Michaels didn't new, Vince but... fucking take it away from him at one point before he got sick? Didn't wasn't there some report that Vince Vince was like, "Nah, fuck this," and he went and he took control away. He took away control. So from what I yeah, what I remember was, if you remember when NXT first got on TV, that's when they did that three way Survivor Series and like NXT wiped the floor. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like Keith Lee had a great showing with Roman. I think Shayna Baszler won the women's championship match between the three. Like, they did good. And uh, I think that was Vince being like, all right, we got to escalate this product and then no ratings. And then Charlotte, remember Charlotte won the Rumble yeah. and challenged, well, Rhea actually challenged Charlotte, but whatever. <sighs> and then once Charlotte didn't work. So I think it was like mid-pandemic when Vince started putting his hands in it more. And uh, yeah, because if you remember from like, NXT, like what, 2014? Like when Adrian Neville and yeah. Sami Zayn were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then you had like 2015 when DIY and... Uh, the Revival. FTR, but... FTR, yeah, the Revival, yeah, the, DIY. Yeah. I mean, they had yeah, Authors then, of Pain, fucking... Ameri was it American Alpha? American Alpha, Authors of Pain, Undisputed Era, freaking Riddle, Pete Dunne, when he was actually allowed to be Pete Dunne. What's the browser weights? Yeah, the browser weights that was awesome. Uh, even uh, Dude, NXT had some of the best tag teams, even uh, Mr. Then. Velveteen Dream, who just fumbled his own yeah, bag. Then, yeah, even then, like, even then, like main eventers, they had Aleister Black, they had Ricochet was up there, yeah. Riddle, Adam Cole, Gargano got up there, Ciampa. Remember Ciampa's heel? Remember when Ciampa was such a big heel, he had no music, he just walked out. Yeah, I mean, it, it like, was they, the yeah, show wow, Velveteen Dream. Even fuck, even fuckface the, the the shitty dude Lars Sullivan, like the yeah. creepy dude or whatever. Yeah, yeah him. Uh, even him, like they had him, like that dude was a monster. Then, like right. you know what I mean. I'll never forget before we move on, because we're reminiscing of old NXT. One of my favorite NXT matches is the the North American ladder match when they first debuted it. 
If you haven't watched that in a while, watch it. It's Adam Cole, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane. And if you remember, yeah. Killian Dane was an animal in NXT. Yep. And EC3. Yeah. And this was Ricochet's first match, I believe. Wasn't that the debut, debut of that title? Wasn't it? That that was the, the, yeah, it was the, the first debut, champion. Yep. It was the de- Yep. It was TakeOver New Orleans yeah. um, 2018. But, yeah, it was that. I think it was Ricochet's first match on TV as well. Like, I know he like he didn't just debut, but I think that was his no-shit first match. But that's when they didn't drop the ball with EC3. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then when Adam and, Cole uh, super kicked Ricochet mid like 450 or something like that, he was like in the middle. No, of I, a, think the, I, I think I think I think they did. I think they did that like two or three times. I think I thought was, that was that, was in that in match. One, I know they did it in for sure in their one on one matchup, but I remember in that match, Adam Cole went on like a super kick craze and Ricochet yeah. was in the air. No, 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 it wasn't. If I'm remembering correctly, is Adam Cole was kicking everyone and then Ricochet like jumped off the turnbuckle but didn't do anything like kind of just jumped for the kick i'm assuming but adam cole was like come on and then ricochet jumped and he kicked the fu- dude i'm telling you go back and watch that match and that was like one half of them are with the company i think speaking it out loud <laughs> ricochet's the only one with the company now but uh wow wow yeah killian dane's gone adam cole's obviously gone yeah, he's gone. Dream's gone ec3's gone and Lars sullivan's gone <laughs> That's some shit and, when you can't even show highlights for those matches because none of those guys are there anymore. Well, two of them had like controversy, but uh, yeah. And not, uh, Velveteen, Velveteen everyone... Dream makes me really mad. You know that because yeah. <clears throat> that dude yeah, when he no, debuted, I was like, "What the fuck is this? What is this Prince? Like, this guy thinks he's like Prince or something. This is fucking dumb." But that fucking gimmick got over with me. He got over. Like, I actually was like, "Okay, you know what?" This weird old dude who wears purple velvet shit, he's a kick-ass wrestler, and I'm I'm into this guy. And then he just remember all his cool gear. He had one that said like "Call me Vince." Yeah, yeah. Shit, like he was yeah, nuts. call me up, and, Vince. Uh, he had the NWO Hogan, the Hollywood Hogan yeah. here at one point. And he had great, he had great matches too. Like yeah. yeah, he he was someone I hate being that guy. Now, granted, Vince never got a hold of him. To be fair. But if he would have been the way he was on the main roster, he I hate being that guy. Yeah. Everyone said 24-7 shit. title. He could have been a yeah, 24-7 if, title. If he would have been if he would have been him, like say Triple H just ran the whole thing, he could have been a world champion. Yeah. With his but it's nuts. Um was it? it's just I make me laugh because we always talk about like with NXT or even like early AEW competitors, like superstar wrestlers. Will tweet like the future of pro wrestling's in great hands, and that was probably tweeted during that ladder match. <laughs> and I think out of that, even on top of that, I think Adam Cole and Ricochet are the only weekly guys. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't know where Lars Sullivan think... is. I have no clue where that guy oh, is. Yeah. EC3 is bro. EC3 is in there. He's in NWA. Isn't he's he? Isn't he super, super indie. I don't know if he's in NWA, dude. I, I really don't know what NWA is doing. I could be wrong, but I think I saw a tweet where someone was like not shitting on EC3, but I think he's about to fight. Uh, what's his name? Tyrus for the title. Oh my god! Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm, yeah. Yeah. And he's wrestling and Tyrus like, for the NWA title, right? And everyone, someone tweeted something along the lines like EC3 is finally a face again. <laughs> That guy, I just, I don't know, bro. 
I but thought when he thing, was in, I thought when he was in NXT, like he wasn't my favorite, but he had a really cool entrance music. He has, he looked incredible. I mean, his his physique is like there's not a lot of guys who look like that. Um, and I I didn't think I he was the best. Song. I am the top one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one yeah. percent song. And then he did the top e. one, one percent. He just did the EC three thing. Um. Yeah, I didn't think he was like the best, but I was like, dude, th- when I saw him, because I know he was Eli Drake in Impact, but at that time I wasn't watching Impact, but I was aware of him because I saw some clips online and shit. But when I saw him in NXT, I was like, oh my God, bro, if Vince is going to bring anybody up, it's that guy. Because this guy's got the body of John Cena and he's got like, yeah. movie star looks or whatever. He's got the, the, the music, the people were behind him. So I was like, what's what's not to like here? And then they brought him up. And the one thing that he did the best was talk. They didn't let him talk. They didn't no. let him talk. He came out on that one didn't Alexa it? Bliss show. And yeah, said with Dean nothing. Ambrose. He said yeah, nothing. Like he, pissed, he pissed Vince off like instantly. Something with that. I don't know, dude. I don't know what had happened. That he pissed Vince off. He, he said or did something. I don't know, but... That shit's I don't know. I mean, whatever. We're 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 talking in circles because now we're talking about the, the whole Vince shit, which we're always getting into. But that dude, man, he just it's almost like when you're it's almost like uh like sorority girls when they have like that one girl who's like the leader and all the other ones are around her and they say all the things to her to keep them like with her and she's constantly insulting them, but she keeps them in the circle. Like that's like Vince. Because once you're out of favor of that little circle, that's it, dude. There's almost nothing you can do. Yeah. Nothing you can do. Nope. Very rarely. But, um, you know, but just uh, just a shout out real quick to uh, some champ, some new champions this weekend. We got Kenny King, Leo Rush, um, Ricky, and Willow won the Orn Hart tournament, which we'll go into a little bit more there. I would go more into Kenny King and Leo Rush, but honestly, I didn't watch the show. Um, but I mm-hmm. love Kenny King. I think Kenny King is super underutilized and it's great to see him as a champion. So I'm happy for him. Uh, I will definitely go and search that match out and watch more that he's involved. Um, Cause I'm a big Kenny King fan. I love him when he was in ring of honor. So, uh, and Leo rush, we've talked about Leo rush on this show before. I'm not a big Leo rush guy, but it was cool this weekend that like, we just had all these uh, people of color, becoming champions all at the same time in all these different promotions it was like fuck man this is fucking awesome even uh even eddie last week winning uh new japan strong title it's like bro we got a puerto rican dude from new york wearing timberlands as a as a champion in new japan like that's that's fucking awesome you know yeah it's, it's great so just you know a quick shout out to them because i don't really have uh a lot on that and you know obviously trinity is the the feather in the cap on that one as she's the new impact yeah. women's world champion. So just shout out to all of them. Um with Mercedes, Mercedes and Tamina were backstage. Yeah, awesome. It's pretty cool. Dude, I know we say this about Tamina and it's nothing bad, but like is she just like kind of untouchable? Like she's gone to everything for Mercedes. <laughs> she goes to everything for Trinity. She's under contract. She's not on TV. Yeah. To be honest, like, cause she's not like bad. No, she's I'm surprised. Like, she's not. Let me shut up. Bro. I'm surprised she's not like a coach though or something. Let, yeah, me, like, shut, the let me shut the fuck up, cause I, 
I've shit on Tamina a lot. And yeah. I don't. So. Yeah, with Tamina, you just don't know. But I'm really surprised. I think Lou might be having some connection issues right now. Unless it's me. But I don't think it is. But anyway, I'm just going to ramble until I can't. I think Tamina would be great, though, in that presence. Um, the reason I say that is because even if you're not, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, I'm the furthest thing from a professional wrestler. Um, but if you can be on a roster for all those years, she has been a women's tag champion. She's been in plenty of women's title feuds and things like that. So it's like she has the experience. And sometimes experience does truly go a very long way. And I think she'd fit in perfectly in a role like that. I think it's awesome that she gets no backlash uh, for going to these events. But yeah, the more important thing is Trinity. I love it because between her and Mercedes, right, phenomenal athletes, beautiful women, the whole everything, right? And everyone knew Mercedes would be fine, even if it wasn't wrestling because she's already dove her foot into Hollywood and all this other stuff, right? And I don't know if people were talking. I don't think anyone's ever bashing Trinity. Um, but in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I kind of want to see where this goes. I really hope she doesn't just take the escape go and be like, well, my, my whole family, because obviously she's literally in the bloodline, is out of the picture. Can I, you know, I mean, out of the picture, in the picture, can I, I'll just go back. Easy money, everything like that. Kind of just go with it. Um, and, but I'm happy she went this route because she is making a name for herself. Not that she needed to. She made a huge name in WWE, um, but she's betting on herself and working with that and going with it. And it's just, it's awesome. It's glad to see that. I'm glad to see the success for her and Mercedes. Like Lou was saying, Ricky won the tournament. That was great. CM Punk's first loss since being back. Putting over a great young talent like Ricky Starks. I know it caught wrestle ending, but still, at the end of the day, he beat him. You know what I mean? That's all that matters uh, at the end of the day. Um... Yeah, and it's just, it's honestly great. And, you know, it's just, it's cool to see where things are going. Um, Give me one second. I'm actually trying to talk with Lou, everyone. I think his internet went down. Um, and, uh, yeah, sorry, folks, for this. Uh, Southern Florida kind of had some storms and, with me being away, Lou's usually at the helm of like the actual recording process. But one thing I wanted to throw out there um, is the Street Profits, too. You know, Dan mentioned that in the chat. Maybe a reform of the Hurt Business, seeing um, what can happen there. Like, the best part is we get Bobby Lashley back. Who doesn't want to? see Bobby Lashley on weekly television. You know, I don't think we've seen him since he got drafted. I could be wrong, but I think the last time he was on TV was Backlash. 
and that triple threat for the U.S. title, so May, which Bobby's a guy, to be honest, I love Bobby, and this isn't a bash, but he was supposed to do that stuff apparently with Bray, and then Bray got sick, you know, he has his illness or whatever, and it kind of fucked Bobby. Yeah, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but was supposed to have a cart spot on Mania. Definitely deserved it. And now we, like, he's kind of, like I said, all over the place. So a guy like Bobby, who's been grinding pretty much since the pandemic, he's been weekly on TV, weekly champion, of whether it's U.S. champion or uh, WWE champion. So it's good to have him back. So if, it, if you're not going to use him, take him off TV. There's nothing wrong with that. Um... And now we'll see where they go to Street Profits. I was saying to Lou offline, and we'll probably mention this again if he's able to get back in, but I was hoping Montez's single run was going to come. So now, and I don't know how the Street Profits align, because the thing is with like Cedric, MVP, and Shelton, that just seems more natural. Um, granted, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins have delivered on everything they've done, so I not going to discredit them um but we'll see where they go with it you know all we saw was bobby i think pull up on smackdown say yo guys ready they hopped in and that was it the only thing i want to see different in this and i ain't hating on the dude because i love dressing the way he dresses but angelo dawkins the cool thing about the hurt business was that they were these old school guys who came in the suits looked good in the suits kicked ass in the suits and left and then wrestled obviously in their gear but we all see Montez I don't think he's been on a suit much on TV but we see what Bianca on Instagram my man can dress up we obviously know Bobby can he's done it and I bet you any money Angelo Dawkins can too that's what I want to see I want to see that again that was one of the cool things in my opinion about the Hurt Business was the presentation of the Hurt Business and how they go about things, and they just beat people up. And I don't think it should be the hurt business exactly. It should have its own twist, because if not, it just it's going to be doomed from success, because everyone's going to compare, and we don't like comparing. Um, but I just, you know, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do with it. And we, we just see from there. Um, yeah, let me try to get a hold of Lou again. But, yeah, he's still working on this stuff, so I apologize. Um, but another piece of news that we had this week, Fightful Select reported. The WWE has interest in signing Brian Pillman Jr. Um, uh, the quote is, we can confirm, he was seen by numerous people there this week um, at the Performance Center. When we asked WWE sources, they confirmed that as of now, Pillman had not been signed, um, but was working out of the facility. We're told that he's doing resembles a bit of a get-to-know-you meeting and that WWE had immediate interest when he became available. We're told that things regarding a lot of people that they bring in are being kept close to the vest, but that Pillman was in plain sight of many others at the PC. So, Lou, I literally just read that, so we don't need to dive into that yet. 
what okay. I was kind of talking about was I went down the hole, not the hole. I went down like saying like, I'm, I'm happy for Trinity because everyone felt with her, the easy route would be, I'm in literally the bloodline. I can just go back. Right. Right. But she went out there, made a name for herself, doing good things, you know, cause a lot of people when it first happened knew Mercedes was going to be okay. Whether it was in wrestling or not with Trinity, you didn't really know that for sure right because we yeah. only know her from that which granted she has all the potential and then i kind of gave my initial thoughts on this bobby lashley street profits so what i said is kind of to get yours is this is the first time i think we've saw bobby on tv since that triple threaded backlash and that he you know he's kind of been screwed this calendar year and it's not really his fault because he was supposed to do that shit with bray and then bray got sick and then right. Yeah, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but it wasn't on Mania because um, they obviously stacked Mania. Um, then he gets drafted and we haven't seen him, which I don't think I said was fine because my man maybe deserves a break. He's been grinding since the pandemic, whether he's a U.S. or WWE champ. I said with this, the only thing I said, kind of like I said off air, rather than be going the Montez single route, but we'll see what comes of this. But the one thing I want them to bring with this from the old Hurt business is the suit game. Because that was one thing I liked about the Hurt <clears throat> business. Like, yeah. you know, they had the suits and all that. And I said, I mentioned Angela Dawkins because you never really see him dressed up, which is fine. I bet you the man can rock a suit. But yeah. we know Bobby rocks a suit good between social media and the Hurt business. Montez, we know because he's always out with Bianca and Bianca posts photos. So we know. So I want them just to bring that one dynamic to it, like the, the suit game, because I thought it was really cool, honestly. Yeah. Um, but what are your thoughts on this whole Bobby Lashley, Street Profits? Everyone says hurt, new Hurt Business, but we don't know what it is. Right. Obviously, that's just going to be the instant comparison. But what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting because we've been clamoring for Bobby to come back. We've been clamoring for Bobby to reform the Hurt Business and go after the bloodline, even if, you know, he doesn't win the titles or whatever. That's fine. But at least it would give them a couple of months of, you know, some back and forth. And I think that they would have really good. Come on, man. Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns for the fucking undisputed world. Have you come on, man? That's that's money right there. And I'd want to see that. Then you could do the Usos and, the, you know, uh, Cedric and, and Shelton. But of course, the bloodline storyline right now is on. Bro, that shit's on autopilot. Like they're, they're they got doing that shit their own thing. Months and it's booked and it's just you, you you can't even interfere in that or mess with it so um i like the street profits a lot i love bobby lashley but if they're going to do the hurt business 2.0 i'm not with that like i'm under the mind of you have you got a whole ass cedric alexander and you got a whole ass shelton benjamin right there they're free agents. They can go to SmackDown. They don't have to be on Raw. And you're not doing anything with these two. So why not just reform the Hurt Business and try to get them, elevate them instead of keeping them as jobbers? Because that's basically what they're doing. They got Cedric out there getting fucking killed. He got killed like by Sanga or whoever that shit was like two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Like this dude dropped Sheldon. He dropped uh, Cedric on his fucking head like three times. And it's like, okay, bro, like, I get you want somebody to bump for this big guy, but Jesus Christ, bro, the, the, could you not do this to Cedric? Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see them elevated. And the thing is, for me, it's like Street Profits, bro, Street Profits don't need Bobby Lashley. Like, they're super And Bobby over. doesn't need them. 
yeah, they're super over already. Like, what what exactly are you elevating these guys to with Bobby Lashley? Because they're just unless they do some type of shit where maybe like Bobby gets the two of them together and then he slowly starts to like turn Montez against Angelo or something, or maybe the other way around. I don't know. Unless they're working some kind of angle like that, where he's gonna try to split them because he likes one more than the other or something. But I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see. But if I'll say this, if it's like hurt business 2.0, nah, 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 bro. That's just that's just kind of whack because it's just kind of like, okay, well, these black guys we take these black guys away, but we'll add these other black guys with the other black guy, and then they'll they'll just be the new nation or the new hurt business or the new whatever black, you know. And it's like that's just whack, bro. Like the hurt business is the hurt business. There doesn't need to be a 2.0 of it. So again, we don't know if that's happening, but if it is, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. The only thing is I'll say this and I say this a lot because I think it's true of professional wrestling. I'm going to give it a shot for a little bit, even if it's bad. The reason being is because the street profits and Bobby always find a way to get things over in the end. So, but yeah, it's like, where do they, my initial reaction, like I just popped in my head there, I could see their first feud randomly being with the OC. Reason, reason I say that, yeah. it's a tag team in AJ Styles. Like, you know what I mean? Gets all three shown, which I think, to be honest, could be a very good match. Yeah. And even yeah, one-on-one, Bobby and AJ would be great. And the Street Profits and the OC, I think, could be really good, too. Um, so I won't diminish that idea. I kind of like that idea, but... Obviously, I would love to see the Usos and Roman, you know, I mean, the actual bloodline against this. Um, but but maybe if they come back as because that's the thing, the way they, they only had a brief interaction, like you instantly couldn't tell if it was heel yeah. or face vibes. Right. You right. Re- I, I think I think we're all leaning the heel route, but I could be wrong. But because um, what if they go the heel route and what if this new version of. The Street Profits are the ones that take the titles off Cammy, uh, Kevin, and Sammy. Yeah, they could do that. They can even throw Bianca in the mix and have her turn heel too, and just have her kind of like they could be like the. <laughs> I don't want to say this, and I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't want to say this. I repeat, but I'm gonna say it anyway. They could, <laughs> they could be the Black Judgment Day on SmackDown. <laughs> they could have Bobby and the Street Profits, and they'll have Bianca, and she'll be, you know, the heel Bianca, and you have heel Montez and and Angelo, and they could just run shit on, on SmackDown. You know what I mean? The only issue is, like, what are they going to go for? Because the tag titles, I mean, I guess these guys are going back and forth between shows. Yeah. So they could go for tag titles, but then what does Bobby go for? Is Bobby going to go for Roman? I don't think they're going to do that right now, because he's a little busy. So... Yeah, uh, see, that's... And- that- and this is I love the sorry I cut you off. I love the Very bloodline. Good. I love the bloodline. And I love how every week we always say they bring us in, they bring us in, they bring us in. But it's like, okay, Jimmy Jay's fighting Roman, right? It's not announced, but it's announced, right? Like we all know it's coming. Um Jimmy's out. Jay's gonna lose. So now is Jimmy gonna come back and get a single shot? And then so that's like one pay-per-view. Like, do you think so? I'm still I'm still thinking it's Cody and Roman at Mania. I'm still on that. I think it's gonna happen. But the only matchups I can really think 
bloodline wise you can do is Jimmy gets one and then maybe the the fatal four way. Right? If Solo hmm. somehow gets in there. But even then, right? Say that's the route they go. So Jay gets SummerSlam, you have payback in September, and then you got fast lane in October. But the first fast line poster came out and Roman's not on it. Jay is himself, but not Roman. So say you save that for a Saudi show. I guess you can really drag this out to Mania, man. All bloodline until Cody. I don't like it necessarily because I think the storyline will go good. I just don't like it because it's like I want to see these guys like Bobby get title matches and stuff. Yeah. So it's like I can't sit here and disrespect the bloodline storyline. You know what I mean? But it's like because you know Jimmy's going to get in there. No, because then you have the Royal Rumble. I don't know, dude. Maybe Bobby <laughs> around the Rumble. I know that booking is hard. Like I understand yeah. that booking well, is hard. Us, we're kind of sitting here thinking now, like yeah, because I was, because I was even thinking with Bobby, like it must be a nightmare to try to book for Bobby Lashley because, bro, when you look at Bobby Lashley, <laughs> and you look at some of the people on the roster, you're like, who the fuck realistically is gonna beat Bobby Lashley at anything? Like the dude is fast, he's strong, he's a giant, he's athletic. He does all these different moves. He can go on the top rope. He can fling you around the ring. Like, who's stopping this guy? And if he puts you in that hurt lock, bro, you're not getting out of that shit. So, like, realistically, when you're trying to book him on shows, like, how the fuck are you supposed to book this guy to lose? You know what I mean? So, it must be a nightmare. It must be a nightmare. So, I don't know what they do. And, and again, another thing you got to think about WWE, I don't think that they're booking any more like some people got to understand like when you look at AEW like and and not not to compare them but I'm just saying sometimes you have when, to yeah when you look at AEW and you look at the roster and you look at who's champion like you can realistically see different people like I can see Adam Cole is getting a run I can see uh you know Pack getting a run I can see Kenny Kenny getting the title back I can see Hangman getting the title back um, you know, I can see MJF going for a while. I can even see Punk getting the title back. Like, oh, not that God. I want that, but I could see him getting it back. I could see Am. Oh, ooh, I almost said Ambrose. I could see Moxley getting it back. You know what I mean? Look at all those names. And there's probably Keith Lee. I could see as champion one day. Swerve. I could see as champion one day. Like, realistically, I can see that. But when you look in WWE, you gotta understand like the business aspect of it. You gotta think about what Fox wants. Yeah, I think about what USA wants and and NBC, what they want, who they want as champion, who they want to promote and all that shit. So when they're booking, you know what I mean? I think that's a that's a big part of it. Like it's, yeah, because like you said, you there's just, a lot. It's not like like a LA Knight. As much as I'd love to see him as champion, I don't know if they're gonna pull the trigger on that, bro. I think he's like, gonna win the US title. The only way. Like, the only way LA Knight is ever, and I, I would love for him to be champion, right? Ever. Yeah. Would be if he goes on this massive Daniel Bryan, Kofi Mania thing, like, where it's just undeniable, right? Yeah. Um, Which he's kind of on, honestly. Yeah, he really is. Oh, th- if he doesn't 
be this if he's not the guy to beat Austin Theory, then I don't know. Which on SmackDown, I don't know if you said you watched SmackDown, but they did the two fatal four ways. Looking at his fatal four way, he should win. And not to shit on Santos Escobar because I like him, but I think if it's LA Knight and Santos Escobar, it's kind of obvious. And then even then, like LA Knight was the only one that came out on Friday to cut a promo. Like, you know what I mean? So it seems obvious, which is good. It's good they're going the obvious route. But kind of like what you're saying, all these, I agree with you on all those names. But when you go the WWE route, if I had to guess right now, between, I'll say, I'll say after WrestleMania, right? Because we'll just go with the assumption Roman loses, right? And Mania. Let's just go with that assumption. Um, I think Damian Priest is going to be champion before then. But after that, because of the, the briefcase, you got Seth, right. you got Damian. I'd say Finn. Bobby. Gunther. And then if maybe, not if he doesn't get hot, because he's insanely, he's phenomenal, AJ Styles. Right. Like, these, they're, they're mid-card guys. Like, Austin Derry's not going to be a champion anytime soon. Drew, I could see Drew with it. And that's it, though. Which and look at bad. that. Those, that's are, all, those, are all former, those are all former champions. You know yeah, what I mean? I think the only, yeah, the only one I think I said that was not a former champion was uh, Damian. Gunther. And yeah, Damien and Gunther. Which don't get me wrong, you know, but uh Oh, and Cody, obviously Cody. Yeah, so it's just hard because and even with Cody, like, yeah, you 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 that's the ideal rematch for WrestleMania, but goddamn, first of all, that's like a year from now. And then how the hell do you get Cody who's on Raw and transition it over to SmackDown where he's now challenging for that title? Like, or are you gonna bring Roman to raw and then now what are you doing with seth because you got seth as your champion so now it, it gets it gets all fucked up so it's like it's a booking nightmare right now so i don't know how they're gonna do it i don't know how they're gonna pull it off i know it's gonna be entertaining that's for sure that's 100 percent. i just i don't get how they do it as as we were talking i had remembered earlier that i got an email from wwe shop that there's a 20 percent off sale so i'm like i'm buying my la night shirt so I was literally trying to log in now to do it, but I, I'm having issues because I want that fucking the big L.A. with the knight and, on the bottom. And the way I looked at it, they have it in a lot of colors, right? It's not just red. They have a new shirt that he has. here. This is super like like people give a shit about this. They have a, another L.A. night shirt, but I don't really like it. It says, yeah, like in red yeah. and yellow. And then it has yeah. a bunch of little L.A. nights all over the place. I don't really like that. I like the I like that big L.A. With the night on the bottom, I want to get that shit. That's the one I want to buy. Yeah, but like, um, bro, some of these shirts are fucking trash, bro. There's like, not. There's oh, not they got really that shit. Nice that LA night shirt they got it in red. Right they got it in blue. That LA night shirt they got it in red, blue, black. That's dope. I think I'm gonna get it in black, but all, like all my shirts are black. But some of these shirts are trash, bro. Like, I'm not a big fan yeah. of like having having a character on my shirt. Like I don't want to. I'm not gonna. You ain't gonna never catch me walking down the street with a shirt that got a big ass sweaty picture of Roman Reigns holding two belts. Like yeah, ain't you yeah. never, never gonna catch me wearing a shirt of any man or any of that shit on my shirt looking all sexy and shit. Like that's not gonna happen, bro. I'm a should we uh, should we start rumors? Sure. I, when I opened up Instagram earlier, 
and I had to just pull it up. Look who's was at Raw with Chelsea Green. Who the hell is that? Is that Matt Will Washington? <laughs> oh, Matt I can't Card- I can't see it was mad blurry. Yeah, I was like, wait yeah, a minute, is that Will yeah. Washington? No, uh, Matt hell? Cardona. Okay, dude, again with this. Oh, well, I think Lou's having uh, <laughs> some internet issues. But yeah, Matt Cardona backstage at Raw. Um, obviously, that's not really that big of a deal. He might have been at Hall. I don't know if he was at Hall of Fame. He might have been doing a show because they do a lot of shows that weekend. Um, but yeah, Raw in Atlanta with Cody. Um, yeah. Brock Lesnar had five the fuck out of him right then and there. So that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, well, maybe one day we'll see Matt Cardona back. Um, but I'm going to dive back into the Brian Pillman Jr. things. I just had to get loose takes on that. Hopefully he comes back here in a second. But, um, yeah, I think it's cool. And what I like about this, and this might be such a cliche answer, but there's just... There's wrestling for everyone. AEW guys say get let go or just don't renew their contract. They, if they if WWE has interest, boom. Same elsewhere. WWE lets someone go or they just don't renew their contract. Um, we go from there and see. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh. Listen, guys. I apologize. Oh, now Nick is gone. What nope. happened? Nope. Now Can I'm you all see by me? myself. This is so strange. Guys, okay, again? Can you see me? I can hear you. I can see you in the little window in the corner, but I don't know what the hell is going on right now. Uh, Where, so, but um, I was just giving, I went back down the, the Brian Pillman thing. Um, just okay. saying, what I was saying is, I said it's like a very cliche thing to say, but it's cool that there's wrestling for everyone. And what I meant by that was, WWE, right? Say you get let go or you don't resign. Like if AEW is interested, they can bring you in, and vice versa. If AEW lets someone go for some reason or they don't resign them, they can go there. But what are your initial thoughts of Brian Pillman Jr. There? I love, I love it. I hope to God that he gets signed by NXT, and I hope he goes there, and I hope that they let him use his name, and they don't give him some kind of weird name like James, James Reyes junior or some shit or you know they give him some kind of it's like it's like they have a you ever you ever go to well, the wu-tang name generator thing back in yeah. the day and you you just press a button and it randomly gives you a wu-tang type name fucking iron iron gladiator or some shit well, i feel like that's what they do they press a button and it just generates names well two things one question brian pillman himself's not like shunned from wwe right yeah no, nah, yeah, he just so. was never there. He never yeah. went over there, as far as I remember. No, I'm as far as I remember, his dad, his dad. No, he just, you know, the guy fucking committed suicide and yeah. he died. So, yeah. but he was never so, like. I could they loved him when he was there, bro. Name, but you know how they loved I, Vince loved Brian Pillman. Yeah, but now speaking of the name generator thing, I have to. Did you see what happened with Bronson Reed? No. Oh God, so. With this whole, this was the first time in the Triple H era with Vince back where you saw Vince's fingerprints on something. It was Shinsuke Nakamura, and it said it on the match card and everything, versus Big Bronson Reed. Oh, shit. (laughs) No. 
That's so that's such a Vince thing. And that's funny because like the podcasts I listen to about Raw, they laugh because every week, oh Vince did this or Triple H did this. Like no one, everyone was like, Vince, Vince did this. Big Bronson Reed. Big. I, that's just such a Vince thing, bro. And the dude, the dude did an impersonation of Vince. It was like, he's like Vince, yeah, you know Vince, hot, skyped in from home, you know, jumped in the Zoom meeting and was like. Look at him. I think he should be Big Bronson Reed. Big, Big Bronson Reed. Yeah, I can picture him like, and then if this conversation was in person, Bronson, just look at you. You're so big. Yeah. <laughs> You're so big. Yeah. Everything's so exaggerated with his fucking voice. I can't. I can't even imagine, bro. Ever since I just, the I just ever since the Bearcat, Bearcat, Keith Lee shit, dude. I, I put nothing past that guy, bro. Yeah, Bearcat, big, Keith Lee. Big Bronson Reed's dumb, but hey, if this is what Vince thinks he needs to get to the top, I'm all about Bronson Reed getting to the top as well. But it's just, nah, bro. Come on, man. Big Bronson. But anyway, yeah, back to big Brian Pillman. I think that'd be awesome. Um. And not saying he's a massive name, but he was weak almost for a while. He was definitely weekly on dynamite and things like that. Do you think, would he really be the second person to make the jump? Like hey, Cody, right? They haven't had maybe some um, little people. I'm talking, this is why I say that he's not a massive name, but he's definitely a yeah. name. Like they no, probably had some. I think he can be huge in WWE. Like yeah, I think he like, can be huge. Like I don't know about Cody huge, oh, but yeah, well, I think hard. he could be like upper, like upper mid card if he goes to NXT, and they give that dude a personality, like because you know the the machine and because the thing with AEW they're like I I feel like in AEW they give the wrestlers um a little too much leeway, like they let them be themselves a little too much. They don't give them enough input to try to direct them into figuring out what their character is going to be like they're like yeah just figure it out eventually because like look at keith lee bro keith lee showed up as keith lee and then he was in the tag team or whatever and he's every week he had to fucking come out and say indubitably or some dumb shit he had to use some big word or whatever then all of a sudden he became like a fucking wizard and he let his grace fill in, and he was wearing this giant hood with this giant cape and terrible. coming out Just looking terrible. like a wizard. And it's like, the, like I think he came up with that shit. Like, I literally think he came up with that. He's like, I'm going to try it. And this shit did not get over. So now he dyed his hair back normal color, and now he's just coming back as Keith Lee. So I think, like, with Brian Pillman and, like, people like Jack Perry, there's no one to kind of coach them on their promo and their character development oh there we go i uh sorry i have on the side thing where you can like yeah i guess let someone in there's the maximize button and i think i hit that by accident on yours ah okay i was wondering why i couldn't fix it but um yeah yeah i just think that they they have a little too much leeway and i think in, in nxt with Shawn michaels there i mean it's Shawn michaels bro i think him working with with uh brian knew his father yeah, I mean, I, that's going to, dude, that's going to really, really help. If they invest in this kid, because he's got, physically, he's got it. Yeah. Like, he can wrestle. You know what I mean? And I've seen him have, I've seen shades of him having, like, 
when like I've seen a few episodes and I saw him in Warrior Wrestling and I saw him in another promotion also where he had a match and he was just like loose and he was a little bit wild and shit and he was good. So if Shawn Michaels gets with him, bro, and they they figure out what personality to kind of stick with and he just perfects that and then I think he's bro, he can be a star in, in, in the company. I I definitely think they're gonna sign him. The reason I say that is like we don't see it because it's a performance center, but they're signing people all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of like this dude's got like national television time already, weekly. So like you have an advantage there. Maybe he might have to get adjusted to a few of the WWE things versus AEW, like TV wise, but the dude can wrestle, like you know what I mean? It's like you're taking in all these brand new people, like taking like the veteran now. Cause he's not old. I imagine he's I don't know his age. I can't imagine. Nah, he's a kid. He's a kid. Yeah, I'm gonna try to look it up now, his exact age. But um, you know what I mean? Um let's see if I can find it. Hey, Brian, I just think yeah, it, 29. It would... 29. Yeah, he's a kid. And I mean, imagine if again. They say it's not a competition, but it, it is a competition. Can you imagine the level of satisfaction like Triple H or Shawn Michaels would have if this guy who's like an AEW original like Cody, he just couldn't, could not get over with that AEW crowd no matter what he did, no matter how many times they put him out there with the Hollywood Blondes with, uh, what's his name, uh, Skip. Well, I don't know what the yeah. fuck is Griff Garrison. Mm-hmm. He was out there with him and Julia and that shit didn't get over. And then they tried him being a little more tough and that shit didn't work. So imagine if he goes to NXT and he gets over with that. Cause everybody gets over with the NXT crowd, bro. NXT loves everybody. Yeah. They fucking love everybody. They in that re- building. They re- you know, and it's not, <laughs> they cheer for everybody, bro. And it's in the same place every week. So I imagine yeah. they don't have, like, I bet you there are really some big diehard NXT fans that are like, yo, like, let's take the trip out and go to an NXT show. Yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah, I imagine. If you can't get over with I, that crowd, you fucking suck because they yeah, love like, I, like I imagine when NXT, there's like a like a package deal, like four shows for this price, you know, because it's. Yeah. yeah I yeah, imagine yeah. it's a lot of people going back and it's not say cheer for everyone. So, can you imagine if he goes to NXT, he gets over, you know, he does well, maybe he gets a, uh, you know, a run with the, the, North American. Why can't I remember anything? The North American title or whatever. Maybe not the, you know, NXT championship. Yeah. Um, I think we lost some again, guys. I apologize. It's a shit show between this internet and then me not figuring out the maximized screen. I personally think it's funny. I don't know if you guys do. But, yeah, what he's getting at, what Lou, I think, was getting at was that, you know, it doesn't matter if he doesn't get the big one down there, but if they can capitalize on getting their two first, like, AEW originals in and making them a star. I'm not saying Brian Pillman Jr. is going to come out, be WWE champion, Everything like that. Um, um, yeah, friggin', um, we'll go with that. But 
you know, but if they can get him over, and that's going to start bringing eyes to AEW people who might not be, you know, like the Punks and the Moxleys and, you know, the Danielsons and even the MJFs, which, you know, that great, the great signing of 2024 is coming up. But, um, so we'll kind of see where everything goes with it from there, but I'd like to see him there. I'm all about seeing everyone everywhere. Like, I'm all about seeing Kenny Omega come to WWE. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, seeing, like, a Ricochet in AEW. Like, I'm all about seeing people go everywhere. Um, as long as it's at their own terms. I never want to see someone get fired. Um, I guess one thing about me is I never want to see someone, like, not get fired. Or I'm in the military, so, like, not get promoted because you got to provide for yourself, for your family. So, you know what I mean? That's how I always look at things. Um, but, yeah, guys. Hell of an episode. We're going to wait for Lou. Let's get back. We can wrap it up. I apologize again. Um, you know, we all know weather can be a bitch. Um, and then, as everyone who weekly knows, I am in the military away from work. So I'm working with a Wi-Fi puck and an iPad mini. So I can't really control much. So Lou, as we I've mentioned before, kind of has the, the realm on uh, everything. So we just kind of roll with it as we can. Um, but yeah. You know, uh, we have a lot coming up in the wrestling world, as we know, all in. Um, I want to know when we're going to get the first match announced. Um, I know Wednesday we have the finals for the uh, the tag team tournament. Um, of course, MJF and Adam Cole made it to the finals. Um, so we'll see if they pull this off. Uh, I believe it's against Sammy and Garfield Martin. Excuse me. And we'll see where that goes. I think this is the dissension. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool if they won and went with it. Because I feel the easy route to go is one of them cost it for each other. And we just see kind of what happens from there. And then, of course, yeah. But if you win, it's like, hmm. I guess the, do they have a celebration episode? And then, obviously, the classic wrestling. There's a, there's a fight during the celebration. Or, you know, um, they can go so many routes. Um, where's CM Punk going to be? And all of this for all in. Where's Moxley going to be? Um, we didn't get to mention it. Um, but just wanted to hit for the wrestling fans who don't know if you do AEW. Has like some new rules in place. You know, just like you can't do blatant chair shots to the head. You can't do all these skewers and all these wild things essentially. Um, you know, certain things to a certain degree. You can't interact with the fans in the crowd. You kind of have to go, like, just walk through the crowd, fight through the crowd. Um, Lou and I talked offline about it, like, when it came out that, you know, it's good. I think it's good for the performers. I think it's good, like, for the safety of them because I get it. Sometimes spots make people, right, in doing certain things. And an example of that now is, like, a ricochet. Not in a bad way, but you get him in his match. He does his spot. It's good. Right, he's not doing on all these crazy and uh, objects and stuff, but like sometimes people need spots to get over, like a mankind did back in the day. He had to like damn near kill himself to get over, and you know, at the end of the day, I don't know if it was worth it. That's up to him. But he's a Hall of Famer and a multi-time world champion. But it's this is good for them. It's good for them in the long run, but it's good because it shows. That Warner Brothers and whoever, all their partners are serious about them. That's like, hey, we're trying to get you guys also to another level. So we need you to calm down at the same time. Um, which I think is fine. I think they're still going to do the out-of-ordinary stuff compared to 
like WWE and things. So I don't think we're going to get a brand new soft product. I don't think we're going to get anything. Excuse me again. Sorry. It's like 6.20 in the morning where I am. I wake up very early to do this show. Um, but, yeah. Um, and then we just kind of go with it. And then, hey, who's back, everyone? How the fuck are you on the other side of the world and your internet's better than mine? I so I told them I laughed about it. I was like, "Hey, we apologize. It's been a shit show of an episode, but it's funny at the same time." I'm like, "You got Lou dealing with weather. You got me with an iPad Mini and Wi-Fi." Fuck. This is like the most patchwork, <laughs> the most patchwork wrestling podcast there is. But this is what we yeah. do for you. We try yeah, to bring exactly. you uh, the wrestling content. So I I know we want to wrap it up. I know we do. Um, I kind of said you're Brian Pillman. I kind of finished it. Like if they can get him over. You know, it's a good thing for them. Maybe opens eyes to other AEW competitors that are maybe in that state where kind of like a Brian Pillman is. Like, what do I do? But then I transitioned into the AEW, like the new rules, essentially. Yeah. I didn't read them all off or anything. I just, I think, you know, a lot of it's good for the performers. Um, You know, it shows that Warner Brothers is being serious and there are other partners that they might want to bring them to another level. You saw Tony Tony was on Dan Levitard's show? No, I did not. Yeah, he was on Dan Levitar's show, and they asked him about it. And he was like, honestly, it's it's just some stuff we put into effect, and it's really not going to affect our product like at all. It's not going to affect how we wrestle, how we do things. It's just putting some things in there that, you know, it's safety stuff. So I didn't really have a problem with any of that stuff that he listed because, honestly, uh, I hate buckle bombs. I really do. I think them shits are dangerous as fuck. Um and I don't think that they should do them. So for them, that being one of those things for me is fine. Um, and a lot of that stuff there is like ancillary. Like it's like, yeah, you should ban some of that shit. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be interacting with fans. You shouldn't be bleeding on fans or taking beer from fans. You don't know what the fuck they're putting in that shit. Like you don't know who these people are, bro. You, you know, that's how, uh, what's the name got COVID. That's how monkey got COVID that first time. Uh, yeah, because he was in the crowd freaking with people, and then all of a sudden he got sick. That's what Eddie was talking about. Like, he didn't want to go get his buddy sick because his, his kid's sick or whatever. So, for me, that should just make sense. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Speaking um, of monkey, I, I don't think the product's drastically going to change like some people react. Yeah, no, but um. I'll wrap it up here first. You know, sorry everyone again for this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's podcast. my bad, bro. We're having tremendous, like, we're having like the biggest heat wave of all. Like, I don't know how it's going over there in Australia, bro, but in the United States, like, everybody's losing their mind. We're having like the greatest heat wave of all heat waves. Like, <clears throat> it's like 115 in Arizona and shit. Uh, I don't know if that's normal, but yeah. it's fucking, there's every day, like, we're breaking the heat index records for the ever. Um, we're having flooding and storms everywhere. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, for today, we had a gigantic storm here, thunder, lightning, all that good shit. And it's, I guess, messing with my internet. So I apologize for that, my friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is what we do. We try to rain, sleet, or snow. We try to bring you the Wrestling is Trash show. Yeah. And so... With that being said, you can find us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash, on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash, and on YouTube, most importantly, at Wrestling is Trash. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, everything. 
Everything on the YouTube shit. page. Yeah, we put in a shit. lot of work for it, all of that stuff. Um, and just ride with it from there. And then, as always, you can find me and myself at my name right there on Twitter and Instagram. Lou, where can they find you? You already know. Instagram. The Everything Podcast on Instagram. From there, you'll hit the Pico link and everything in that link or the Drum IO link. Sorry. Um, my Drum IO link will direct you to everything you need to see as far as my content, Wrestling is Trash content. You can also go to Wrestling is Trash at Instagram follow that page and click on that link and you'll strictly get everything that is wrestling is trash related if you don't care about all the other stuff um and yeah i before we go i just i feel like we haven't said enough about collision so i want to say that it's been it was a great episode what's it been like three weeks is it four weeks or three it's been like three weeks three right? or four episodes now yeah i think it's been the debut episode and then last week's i think it might have been three or four i don't remember yeah. i'm gonna tell you something i love that show i yep. fucking love collision i love the way they started out with the stupid little guys talking and talking about the upcoming matches i love how the if you've noticed the intro video they show you the people who are going to be on the show that episode so it changes every week. Every week they're showing you like the different people and shit in the in the little opening video stuff um, and the matches. We, we another we're going to have fun doing the end of year best wrestling matches of the year because. Oh, yeah. The last two weeks on that show, like I thought last week's FTR and Bullet Club Gold match was a match of the year contender. And then they came out this past week. And they had another one, which was better than last week's. So, listen, the show's fantastic, uh, and I'm loving it. So, um, I'm loving that. I'm loving Ring of Honor, uh, and uh, I've, I think, honestly, right now, I've watched. This is the least amount of WWE that I've watched in a long time. Like I've the last three or four SmackDowns I haven't watched. Raw last night I didn't watch. Uh the week before I didn't watch. The week before that, I'm not watching NXT at all. So maybe I just need a little break, which is fine. I still keep my ear to the ground as far as what's happening and all that. Cause I, you know, I still love all the wrestlers there and shit. But yeah. It's just besides the bloodline, there is not much going on there. So it's just not interesting to me right now. But that can change, especially if they get Roosh, boy. Woo! They get Roosh. I'm, I'm back. I'm back in NXT. So that's it. Just wanted to make sure we touched on that tag team match because that show was fucking Yeah, it was like I said, we said at the beginning of the show, that was, that was insane. I said top three, and it really might not be two or three. Absolutely. So yeah, well, we're going to – well, let's make sure while I still have connection here, we sound off. So, guys – Thank you so much for joining us once again. We were happy to bring you episode 153 of Wrestling is Trash. Stay tuned next week as our good friend Nicholas will not be here for the next two weeks. Uh, we will wish him well in his endeavors and wish him a speedy comeback to the show. Uh, I will be holding it down for the next two weeks. Maybe a guest, maybe not. I don't know yet, but we'll figure all that out later. So from now till then, we bid you guys adieu. Uh, you know, when I do that, I always want to do the Kenny Omega shit. So I yeah. bid you adieu. Mwah. And then do the good night. 
bang, but I'm not going to rip the guy off. But anyway, we'll bid you adieu. Enjoy wrestling, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out, guys. Peace.